Previously on At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz. Arch, my yes. dear friend who ran our favorite movie theater. Oh, he we, was the manager of right. the movie theater. Yes, Recently, yes. sadly passed away. Oh, 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 oh. When are his services? Please tell me. 425, 520, <laughs> 710, and 945. At the Movies with Arch Campbell. And Lou Katz yes. and a cast of thousands mm -hmm. where yeah. it begins right now. <laughs> There's uh, somebody upstairs, I think, mm -hmm. that counts. Hello, friends. Uh, uh, I'm Lou Katz, legendary. Yeah, you're a legend, Lou. You're I, a legend. I go to Derry's, but I'm not legendary. <laughs> uh, you're Washington, D.C. radio voice here, uh, long retired. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the man yes. who insists that Clint Eastwood opened a preschool called Go Ahead and Make My... Daycare center. <laughs> Go ahead. And he has no assistance on the jokes. They all Make come from my inside. My daycare center. It's Mr. Arch Campbell. <laughs> I love it. Here we are back again this week. You know, we've increased our production of this podcast. I'd like to say by popular demand. <laughs> right. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> but uh, we start this show every week with some shout-outs, and I got something I want to discuss with you, and Go I don't ahead. even think I've brought this up with you. All right. There's an article in the Washington Post today, Why Did TV-Faced People Leave Sets Outside Virginia Homes? Did you read about this? No, I hadn't gotten to the style uh, the, section today. Yet. This is in the metro section. Oh, in the metro this section. This happened in a neighborhood outside of Richmond. All right. And a couple of, of, you know, video cameras on doorbells caught people wearing television sets on their head. Look, there's there's what the, the picture looks like. It's a guy with a TV set on his head. And they left like 30 or 40 old TV sets. Fat tube TVs. Facing the doors on the porch of about 40 houses. Huh. And nobody can figure out uh, what it is or why they did it. I thought of um, the Talking Heads at first, because didn't they have an album oh, where they were yeah, wearing TV yeah. sets or something? Some, something wacky like and that. And I, I looked on the internet for TV heads. I don't know exactly what it means, huh. but that is newsworthy to me. Jeez, Do you I... have any thoughts on that? Is that weird? That is the most bizarre thing. I mean, it sounds like I'm making it up, but this really happened outside of Richmond, and and it's two guys, or you know, we believe it's two guys wearing TV sets, <laughs> and they are picked up on home video, placing TV sets on about forty doors. They they could be a, like a fraternity prank. Uh, maybe it's or, Rupert Murdoch's sons trying to just generate I, more interest I, in television. I, 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 I no just idea. I've been thinking about that Isn't all that, day. How bizarre! I, I don't know. What else to tell you? Well, about thank you that. for turning me on to that. Yeah. Which channel? Which channel are they yeah. watching? Yeah. That's what I wanted. Uh, channel three, isn't it? What was it? What what used to put a VCR? Channel on? three. Channel oh, yeah. three. You always well, had to tune it to channel three. Is right? that because there's no TV stations exactly, on channel three? Yeah. Like if you go to like Philadelphia, for example, there's a channel three up there in Philadelphia. Right. Yeah. KYW TV, I think. Right. There's and, old and, TV stations. Right. And old analog TV, and then you'd have to go to like four or you know something oh. else like that. I want to mention something that has a meaning to my hometown, and it is the San Antonio coronetist, uh, Jim Cullum. Did you ever hear of him? He was a jazz coronetist. No. 
and uh, he had a program on NPR called Riverwalk. They played jazz from a club on the San Antonio Riverwalk uh, for several seasons on NPR. He and his father started a jazz club on the San Antonio Riverwalk in the early, early 60s. It was one of the first, there were like two restaurants down there, and then this club opened, the Landing Club. Uh, He was the Happy Jazz Band at the Happy Landing Club. And if this interests you, you can look up Jim Cullum. uh, He was a jazz preservationist and coronetist, and he contributed to the success of the San Antonio Riverwalk, but also was a national figure. See, I would have never, when I think of San Antonio, I guess I just don't think of old jazz and stuff no like no that, you, you think know, of it's, it's uh, a, you know, know tejano music <laughs> tejano, tejano music right, is the right. thing in san antonio and then austin is the real hit, austin's uh, a, is like, armadillo like, world headquarters it's like it's like the Asheville of texas right <laughs> it is <laughs> it really it is really, austin uh, and it all happened after i left <laughs> <laughs> I they were just going. They were just waiting for your exit. I couldn't Arch. wait to get out of there. It was just a tank town, and now it's the coolest place in America. Jeez. So we have a new friend on our podcast. All I'm right. very excited about this. The other day, I was at the Lakefront Film Festival in Columbia, Maryland, and I was on a panel with a woman named Roxana Haddadi. She reviews movies for Pajiba and for Chesapeake Family Magazine, and she's also a contributor to the AB Club on uh, the Internet. A busy woman. Let's bring her on. Let's say hello to Roxana. And we love it when we get new friends, my dear. And I thought of you because I just saw this movie opening this week, Blinded by the Light, and I am interested in your take on it. Yeah, well, it's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. And I loved Blinded by the Light. I also saw it at Lakefront Film Festival. It was the opening film for the festival. And it is director Gurinder Chada's follow-up to Bend It Like Beckham. Right. Which was one of her, like, breakout films in the early 2000s. And it follows a little bit of a similar formula in that it's about a first-generation immigrant teenager living in the U.K., who is struggling to figure out how to follow his own dreams while honoring, you know, his parents and the sacrifices they made in moving to the UK and in trying to give him a better life. So it really spoke to me. He's Pakistani, and uh, and and the prejudice against Pakistanis, as shown in this film, is quite uh, daunting. Very much so, and it's during it's set in 1987, so. It's during Margaret Thatcher's reign in the UK and a lot of increasing far-right sentiment. So it really grapples with, as you said, the stereotypes that he is facing as a member of this community and also his own internal pressure in figuring out who does he want to be. Does he want to be a writer? Does he want to follow his parents' dreams and do something more practical how do you balance who you want to be with all of these other expectations and then the key to this movie is bruce springsteen whose music i loved i loved how it was handled i thought it was interesting that they present springsteen in the film as someone kind of at the end of his popularity as dad music and that it was supposed to be kind of odd that this kid like Springsteen music because that belonged to another generation. I, I, You know, it's something I wouldn't have thought of today. I agree. It's interesting how, as you said, they kind of make Springsteen almost washed up 
in the eyes of the teenagers that Javed, who is the protagonist, is friend with. They're into 80s music, more like Duran Duran and Synths and Flock of Seagulls. And the idea of Springsteen, who even until now is so earnest and sincere in his approach to like working class experiences, it's interesting how much they turned against it and how much he embraced it. And I loved how they portrayed the lyrics on screen. Yeah, that was brilliant. Right, really tying it with Javed's experience as a writer and the idea of the words are what guide you. It really, I cried a lot. I loved it. <laughs> the montages are are brilliantly creative, and the way she highlights the, the lyrics, the words, and puts them against various backgrounds, I thought was really interesting. Uh, when I met you at uh, Lakefront, I think you mentioned that you had emigrated to uh, this area, and so this must really resonate with you, this story. Yeah, my parents immigrated from Iran in the 1980s, like right after the Iranian Revolution, mm. and um, had my brother and I here. And so that idea of, like, your parents gave up an entire life to give you a new life is something that really speaks to me. And the panel that we were on when we were talking about climactic scenes, I brought up The Godfather and sort of the legacy of that movie and how when you look at it, it's very much about Michael Corleone trying to figure out what's his path in life going to be. And it's interesting to me because I think that narrative now we see more and more, like we saw it in Bend It Like Beckham, which was Gurinder Chadha's previous movie. And this year so far, we've also seen it in The Farewell, yes, which is a huge indie hit right now. With I went back to see The Farewell with my wife. I saw it a second time and was moved even more the second viewing than on the first. I think what's interesting with both of these stories is that they're both first-gen immigrant stories, but I almost think that The Farewell is a little pricklier. Like, it leaves you, I think, a little more, at least it left me, a little more unsettled with not knowing if the protagonist played by Billy, or the protagonist named Billy played by Aquafina. Aquafina, yeah. Who isn't sure whether her family is doing the right thing by lying to her grandmother about her diagnosis. And I think the movie doesn't quite tell you which side was right. It's just an interesting mirror of a culture, and I found it quite moving. In fact, both of these films, Blinded by the Light and The Farewell, I think are among uh, my favorites of the summer. I totally agree. And also, you know, interesting sort of indie films outside of like the franchise mold that we've come to expect from the summer. And I really like how they're starring fresh faces. Like I think Aquafina is still sort of an unknown entity as an actress to us. And what she did in The Farewell is so different from Ocean's 8 or from the other things that we've seen her in. A completely different turn. Yeah, crazy rich Asians. Mm -hmm, exactly. She's quite good. She's quite good. I I'm, can't wait to see what she does next. And speaking of what we're doing next, uh, we can read you in Chesapeake Family Magazine and we can follow you on the AV Club on the internet and uh, Pajiba. Where can we find Pajiba? Pajiba is a website. So it's just Pajiba.com we're a pop culture website. We talk about movies, TV, um, and you can find all my stuff there. Sell it, Rocky. <laughs> Sell it. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, we love new, having new friends on this uh, podcast. And thank you so much for uh, talking to us. And best wishes to you. Thank you, Arch. I appreciate the opportunity. That was fun talking to her. What's up now? Uh, I got, There's one other thing I want to shout out before mm-hmm. we uh, get going. Uh, and I understand that our very popular Ask Arch feature is returning today I, for a third week in a row third week of ask arch <laughs> looking forward to that i'm i'm sure you are did we get any mail for we, ask arch? I, I, look my arms are sore from carrying the mail bag <laughs> i think we got three yeah uh there's a movie called the peanut butter falcon that's opening this week and it was directed and written by tyler nelson and michael schwartz They wrote it down in uh, North Carolina because they met a young man named Zach Godsagan, a young man with Down syndrome who had participated in several acting and arts programs and wanted to, the kid wanted to be an actor, and uh, they said, uh, you know, that's great. He says, well, why don't you write me a movie? How cool is that? So they wrote him a movie, wow. and he stars in this film, The Peanut Butter Falcon, Zach Godsagan. He's quite good in the movie. It starts with him escaping from an institution where the state has parked him. Uh, Dakota Fanning is in, is in this. She plays his social worker. She starts looking for him. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Meantime, oh. is on the lam because he's been stealing uh, crab uh, fishermen's uh, catches, mm-hmm. and uh, they're after him. And the two, Shia LaBeouf and the kid, meet up, and they have kind of a Huckleberry Finn adventure. That's some big and names in that movie. Th- it's quite quite a good movie. You got quite a nice reaction uh, at a screening at uh, the East Street Theater the other night. The kid is quite good. And uh, the name of the movie is The Peanut Butter Falcon. I I know this will be especially appreciated by the Down Syndrome community. And it is a lovely movie. And I'll be, I will be very interested to see what happens to Zach. Do you have an, uh, a release date on it yet or no? Yeah, it's it opens this weekend. Excellent. So, so look for that as well. Now, Arsh, what you thinking about for next week's podcast? I'm going to ask you yeah. to give me a list of your favorite movies. Oh, so I got a week to do my you homework. You got a week, Lou. And, <laughs> and I, I'm going to give you a list of mine. And uh, next week, we're going to hear from uh, our friend Bill Newcott, who is on his way to the Toronto Film Festival. And he's going to tell us what is coming Um this fall that we'll hear about. So, you know, summer is almost gone. I can't believe it. And now for a breather and a reminder, this podcast comes to you from the underground bunker deep beneath Bethesda, Maryland. You are listening to the CATS podcasting system. Love those chimes. Arch and Lou, we're back together with our podcast. What's our email address? Oh, it's easy. Arch, A-R-C-H, at houndradio.com. Do you know I used that on radio, Easy Arch? <laughs> that was a handle I used for a while. This really? is music with Easy Arch. Easy Arch. That was <laughs> easy your handle? Easy Arch Gamble. I, th- I, thought you were talking about, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the old uh, two-way radio. <laughs> <laughs> easy Arch. <laughs> 
<laughs> CB radio, two-way it's radio. It's true. I, that, that used to be one of my things. You know, talking with you gets me thinking about my radio days, which are way in the distant past. <laughs> so right? are mine. So we got to... Now, uh, we should plug Hound Radio. Yeah, let's do that. Because we're in the Hound Radio studio. Yeah, you know, Hound Radio is uh, was started here in the studios on April 23rd of last year. Oh, really? So yeah. we're... The Hound is a year and a half old. So if you do that in dog years, it's about 10. <laughs> the Hound is about 10, Arch. And, uh, you know, we've got a really dedicated audience, albeit the, a, a small audience. The Hound plays the kind of music that Wash played in its heyday. Yeah, in its heyday. W-A-S-A. Yeah, and we play, some, we play a little heyday. bit of everything. You know, our, our, our tagline mm-hmm. for, the, for the station Hound Radio is music, chat, this and that. <laughs> it sort of really sort of covers covers sort of everything. What? We play the music, we chat, and we do this and that. So. Are we that? Do we? Does this podcast <laughs> I, count? I think that falls under the chat part. But uh, it, it's been great, and we we and we really are, are been have been blessed with getting a lot of sponsorship stuff for giveaways. Oh, good! Uh, a yeah. special shout out to our our friends at Live Nation who provided us with just literally dozens of tickets. To shows out of Jiffy Lube Live wow, this summer. Wow, that's uh, great. We've done a lot of events with the Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club, Allied Marketing, the big movie uh-huh. agency like gurus them. here in town. Yeah. They have uh-huh. provided us over and over with movie screenings and passes to these screenings, even DVDs. Keep them coming. Uh, the Hound Radio audience loves that Bethesda stuff. Bethesda Bagels? Beth- oh, yes. The Bethesda Bagels. We you are know. the official, the official station. Of Bethesda Bagels. Well, Arch. you know, this could be the official podcast of Bethesda Bagels. Right. I mean, if they... Steve, write that check. Would it, <laughs> would it kill them to send a dozen bagels yeah, really. over every now and then? Exactly. You know, they, they would ship a dozen bagels here. <laughs> They, they would be the official uh, bagel of the show. I, I think they should be. So, so. We, 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 I love doing the Hound, and, and, and it's just a lot of fun. And uh, having you as a part of it from the very beginning it really means a lot. So. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm grateful to be here, Lewis. You're listening to At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. The time you have been waiting for on this podcast has finally arrived. Oh, is it here? That informational and educational, <laughs> educational segment you of the program. points with the FCC for this? <laughs> it's called Ask Arch. Oh, I love this. It's the feature that lets you... Yes. The podcast listener yes. asked the questions. Oh, my. Who have we heard from this week? Well, Lou? hold on a minute. <laughs> the envelope. All right. All right. Your sounds better. Our first question yes. comes from Don Hagen. <laughs> of somewhere, Don Hagen. Somewhere, Where is he living now? Somewhere on the coast of Florida. <laughs> Don't ask me if it's the east or the west. Land or water? Yeah. Hmm. Land for now. Uh, yeah. He writes, A. Arch. Yes, yes. I watched a movie the other night about a gunslinger who wore glasses. A gunslinger who wore glasses. Can you name the star? I saw this movie. It stars Squint Eastwood. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Don Hagen sent that. Don, thank you. Don Hagen, thank you very much. Let's go to our next one here. He's a professional. My goodness. All right. Hmm. right. Got this one here. This one's from a Carol Maloney. Oh, Carol Maloney. I loved her. She used to do the sports on Channel Mm -hmm. 4. Of Bethesda. And she writes, Arch. Yes, yes. I, 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 I hear a clock 
just wrote a book. A clock just wrote a book. Right. Yes, and it's about time. <laughs> All right. Carol Maloney got a gig. She's yeah. doing. She's on that sports she's on, station uh, now. ESPN six thirty. The it, former not, WMAL AM. Right? What, what are the call letters now? Oh, WSPN. WSPN. Right. Carol Maloney. Carol, well, good she, for her. she was hired to do the uh, the midday show. Good for her over there on you know on the now the third sports station. Always Washington. liked her. Liked she, her a yeah, lot. She's, yeah. she's great. You know, we dropped the name of our friends on this show. Yeah, we we're big name droppers. All right, I hold dropped on. Something more. there right now. Last hmm. one. Yes. Who else have we heard? This from? is the third one for our third Ask and Arch. Last. Yes. Uh, Angus Lamont. <laughs> Name rings a bell. Angus Lamont always writes in. You can always depend on Angus. And, and he's from Chevy Chase. And here's where now, he... there's several Anguses. Oh, I'm sorry. No. This is Angus Lamont the fourth. Oh, Angus the fourth. Not okay. the not the third. The fourth. No, no, fourth. Of Chevy Chase. Yes, yes. He writes Arch. I only listened to the first few minutes of last week's podcast. You know, this is a problem with a lot of people. They start listening and they, they cut it off. They hit stop. They don't know what they're missing. <laughs> I'm late. I'm late. Somebody listened to it. Anyway, uh, I, li- I I only heard the f- the f- you know yeah, the first few the minutes. The first of- part, right? Yeah. Anyway, the guy who manages my favorite movie theater just passed away. <laughs> Uh, can you tell me when are his services? So he didn't hear the answer. Oh, last he didn't hear the answer to that. To the morning. guy who uh, is his favorite movie movie theater operator, right? And when he's passed away, when are the services? When, when are his services? I have yeah, it yeah. Right here: three thirty, five fifteen, <laughs> seven thirty, and nine forty-five. Keep oh, those cards God. and letters coming yeah, in. And, of course, we yeah. do accept them at arch at houndradio.com. I want to thank Rocky Haddadi for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. And we leave you today with Bruce Springsteen's Blinded by the Light, the song that helps a young immigrant come of age in the delightful new movie, Blinded by the Light, and I highly recommend that movie for the weekend. As always, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll catch you on the podcast next week. Madman drummers, bombers, and Indians in the summer with a teenage diplomat. In the dumps with the mumps as the adolescent pumps his way into his hat. With a boulder on my shoulder, feeling kind of older, I trip the merry-go-round. With this very unpleasing sneezing and wheezing, the calliope crashed to the ground. Some old hot hat showers in for hot spots, snapping his fingers, clapping his hands.
The Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands comes to you by way of the Katz podcasting system. Katz, America's number one name in delicatessens, Broadway musicals, and podcasting.